Good morning, saints. Oh, some are still sleeping. They weren't they didn't get here in time to get their coffee this morning. Praise the Lord. Well, I better walk up and down the aisles to make sure you guys are awake and not sleeping during the homily. Although Father Kalen said that because we have combined the two services, I get double the time preaching. Praise the Lord. Not everybody's that excited, though. I can understand that. Not everybody is excited. Paul calls all Christians saints. Well, except for, except for one group. But we'll talk about them later. He is saying that you and I are saints. And so the saints are not just the people that appear in stained glass windows, okay? He is saying that you and I are saints. Amen? Amen. Okay, now, a lot of us kind of of, uh, sneak around the throne, and we don't want to own the fact that we're supposed to be saints, but we are. We are. He has poured out His Holy Spirit upon us and has sealed us, with the Holy Spirit. We read that in two lessons this morning. First being Revelation. Those that were sealed by the Spirit were innumerable. That's without count. And Paul says, you have been sealed by the promised Holy Spirit when you heard the word of truth and believed in Jesus. Amen? Now, I am going to seal all those people this morning that we're praying for with oil. Okay? That's a visible mark that I'll put on their forehead with oil, but it represents the fact that we are sealed by the Holy Spirit spiritually. Amen? And so, so we're, we are putting into action what we're talking about, what we hear talked about in the Scriptures. When we believe in Jesus, we are sealed on our forehead with the Holy Spirit. And so the cross becomes the symbol by which we follow. We follow no other symbols. We follow no other signs. All that astrological stuff is thrown out the window because we are now under the cross. Amen? Okay. And that is a spiritual reality. We try to make it physical, but it's also a spiritual reality that's happening in our lives. Um, We have the Holy Spirit with us, and that's why St. Paul can call us saints. At the beginning of every epistle, he speaks to the saints, the saints that are in Ephesus, the saints that are in Thessalonica, the saints that are in Philippi. In fact, in Philippi, he puts the saints ahead of the deacons and the bishop. Amen. Okay, that means he's speaking to you. He's speaking to each one of you who believe in the Lord Jesus. 
And the bishop comes to make sure you believe in the Lord Jesus and you're following him. We have people this morning that are going to renew their baptismal vows before all of us. And so I'm here to make sure that when the bridegroom comes, the bride is ready to receive him. Amen? Praise the Lord. So the first thing I do with those who are being confirmed is to seal them, remind them of their baptism. It's in our baptism where we're sealed first. Then we renew that sometimes if we've, if we've been baptized as young, 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 young children. Of course, we believe in the family of God goes from two months to 99 years, right? That would be true in any family. Amen? Okay, family doesn't start at 14, 10, 16, 18. Family starts right at the beginning. Amen? So we in the Anglican Church include everyone in the covenant uh, community, those who believe in Jesus, we include them in the covenant so the Holy Spirit can begin to work in them from the very beginning. And then we renew that when we are adults before the congregation. We also renew it every Sunday when we come to the table. When we come to the table, you're given a piece of bread, which is the body of Christ. Amen? Amen. So, the priest or the bishop places the body of Christ in your hands and he says, the body of Christ broken for you. Now that's a proclamation. He's saying, this is the body of Christ broken for you. And you receive that by saying, Amen. I believe it. It is so. Amen? Okay, we're going to watch and see what happens today. And you receive his blood in the same way. The blood of Christ shed for you. And we receive it. Amen. It is so. Amen? It is so. So, every Sunday we are renewing our baptismal covenant with Jesus. We are deciding to follow Jesus. We are deciding to abide in the vine who is Jesus. When we come to the table and receive the spiritual body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So we have an altar call every Sunday. All right. Where you are saying, I choose to follow Jesus. And we do that as a renewal of our baptismal covenant with God. Because God has chosen Jesus... Right? To be our salvation. Amen? We're saved through Him. And we have decided to repent and follow Jesus. And so Jesus, um, we owe Jesus everything. We owe Jesus everything. Amen? And so you all are saints. You all are are saints, and you are putting into practice walking in the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. Now, we Anglicans don't talk about the Spirit a lot, which is to our detriment. But today, the bishop's going to talk about the Spirit. Okay? Um, because that, that is crucial. That is crucial. Um, we receive the Spirit through Jesus Christ as Jesus died and gave His life for us that we might live anew. We live anew in the power of the Spirit of God. And that's what we're called to do. That's why we, we renew that covenant each week. That's why we, we renew our baptismal vows as adults so that we can go on record saying, I live for Jesus. I walk in the Spirit. Now, there was a congregation that Paul had that he wasn't quite sure what to do with. Interestingly enough, they're the congregation that thought they walked in the Spirit more than anybody else. What congregation is that? Oh, we've got to do some work around here. The Corinthians, praise the Lord, the lay reader came up with the answer. The Corinthians. Paul doesn't greet them as saints. I'm not going to read it to you. You're going to have to go home and read the first few verses of Corinthians. He greets them in the hope that they'll live into being saints. Okay? Because they were a little squiggly. They loved the Spirit. They loved the things of the Spirit. But they made a big show about all that. And Paul has to talk to them about that. And so he's not quite sure at the beginning of the letter to the Corinthians how he should address them. He addressed them as being sanctified, oh man, if they would only live into their sanctification. Amen? I'll let you check it when you go home. You better check it and make sure that the bishop is preaching the right stuff. Amen? Okay. When we, uh, when we confirm people today, I will anoint them first, reminding them of their baptism, reminding them that they are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked as Christ's own forever. The reading from Revelation is talking about that. The reading from Revelation says we do not have to fear anything because our Lord is with us in all things, even when the storms are coming, even when we're in the midst of the storm, the Lord promises to overshadow us and be with us. Amen? And so in the, in the things that are most important to us, the spiritual things, we remain united with Jesus. We will not be separated spiritually from Jesus if we are trusting in Him. I lay my hands on the confirmands and pray for more Holy Spirit, for the strength to serve the Lord. 
Now, also this morning, as you have seen, a different we've we've uh, taken the the beginning of the service, and Matt has vowed to serve the Lord Jesus and uh, come under the authority of the bishops. It'll be okay, Matt. We'll take care of you. We're going to have ordination today, ordination of Matt to the diaconate. But being confirmed is the first uh, step towards that, is the first step to saying, I will follow Jesus. And so with the confirmands, we have three confirmands this morning, I will then, after praying for more Holy Spirit, I will buffet them. Not the buffet. The buffet comes later. The buffet. The Episcopal buffet. I am here to remind them if they follow Jesus, Jesus is now in control of their life. And He will lead us where He wants. And sometimes that means to suffer for His name. Okay? Sometimes that means that, hey, it's not going to be an easy trek going on here. So I buffet them to remind them that it's not all chocolate and good stuff. Although we are going to try to get as much chocolate as we can. Amen? Amen. We're praying that there's some in the buffet later on. Then I raise my ring to their lips. Now, it's not my ring. I shouldn't have called it that. It's Jesus' ring. It's Jesus' ring that he gives to his bishops who are preparing the bridegroom for when... Preparing the bride for when the bridegroom comes. Just like Abraham gave Eleazar a ring in the Old Testament, when he sent Eleazar to find a bride for the son... Jesus gives a ring to his bishops so that you'll know that the bishop has come on Jesus' behalf. So it's not the bishop's ring you're kissing. It's Jesus' ring you're kissing because one day we will all bow at his feet and kiss his feet. Amen? So what we're doing today gets us ready for that time when we will see our Lord face to face as we say in the Eucharistic prayer. So, anointing, laying hands, and praying for more Holy Spirit, a buffet, and a kiss. Those are the traditional signs at confirmation. And I exhort the confirmand as well. You'll hear that. Now, bishops in our church... um, do confirmation in different ways. The, the main sign of confirmation is the laying on of hands and the prayer for Holy Spirit, right? And we have some bishops who have a gift of word of knowledge, and they will give a word to each confirmand or person being re- received. That, however, is not my gift. I wish I had that gift. Bishop Bill Atwood has tried to encourage me to develop that gift, but I really don't have that gift. And so I'm going to rely on you all this morning to be attentive 
as I am confirming and receiving people and praying for them, I want you to be attentive to what the Lord, how the Lord wants you to um, uh, encourage each of them. He may give you a word of knowledge. He may give you a scripture. Um, he may give you some kind of a vision for them. So be attentive to what the Holy Spirit is doing. The Holy Spirit gives different people gifts. Amen. And even though you have a rather handsome, young, intelligent bishop before you this morning, he does not have all the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And so we will rely on you to be attentive to what's going on. We are sealed by the Spirit. That is what makes us saints. And so it's incumbent upon us to walk by the Spirit. Amen? Walk by the Spirit. Um, this uh, feast of all saints, which is almost upon us, as in all good feasts, we celebrate it with chocolate, right? Even though the price of chocolate has risen surreptitiously over the past year or so, we will still celebrate it with chocolate. We sell more chocolate for All Saints Day than any other day in the Christian calendar. You can imagine. And so it is a wonderful feast. Amen? Oh, man, I'm not sure if you're still here with me or not. We are invited to the feast. We are invited to the feast. The Lord longs, the Heavenly Father longs to have a banquet with us. He is inviting us to this feast. I believe that All Saints Day, it used to be in May, was moved to the end of the Christian year so that we can celebrate the victory of God over all the spiritual forces of darkness. Okay? So in that sense, it was co-opted. Because we celebrate the victory of the Lord over all spiritual forces of darkness. We co-opted that feast. We placed it at the end of... October, the beginning of November, so that we could celebrate victory. The victory of Jesus. The victory of His cross over all spiritual forces. And that is what we are celebrating on All Saints Day. We are celebrating that people like you and I, living for the Lord taking out the trash, preparing meals, doing the regular humdrum stuff of life, will serve the Lord and serve others and have His victory. Amen? Amen. That's why we sing Martin Luther's great Reformation hymn there. And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, 
For God has willed His truth to triumph through us. The Prince of Darkness, grim. We tremble not for Him. His rage we can endure, for lo, His doom is sure. One little word shall fell him. That word is Jesus. Amen? We believe in Jesus. Amen? We are trusting in Jesus. And the victory he has won for us through the cross. Praise God. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve Him day and night. They are active. They are serving God. And He who sits on the throne will shelter them with His presence. If we are trusting and serving in the Lord, He is with us. He will protect us and guard us. He has the victory. Amen? Paul says to us this morning, In Christ you also, when you heard the word of truth and believed in Him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.